Hey guys, welcome to another mini so Today we're going to be doing our top favorite rakes of romance. Yes. Because we felt like whenever we were mm-hmm. doing our top book boyfriends, our historical romance heroes were just very lacking. And it felt like such a shame because I really enjoy historicals. Oh God, me too. And I just felt like they needed their own time to shine. So we made a separate one. Yep. <laughs> Basically, this is another we topic boyfriend. just devoted to our historical. We just renamed it. We just yeah. re- it's, it's another topic boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> this is another book boyfriend. Then we'll they have, have we'll, we'll so many. We're such line. book boyfriend whores. Then that we're going to we have like paranormal, favorite paranormal yeah. heroes. We're, it's going to be, oh no, there's going to be like our favorite book boyfriends of the year. Like I just see oh, it because it's so yeah. hard to narrow these things down. Like I had a very difficult time doing yeah. this. So yeah, that's why we, that's why we did the separate category. But like, what is so fascinating about like historical romance figures? Because I, for the longest time, I didn't really feel like, I was like, eh, I don't think I would like historical. And then once I read it, I was like, oh, oh my, my God, God, I love this. Yeah. I don't know. Is it the chivalry? Is it's, it the time period? Is it the to me, respect that normally comes with a hero in romance? Like, I feel like even if there's like a rackish hero, right. they never really talk badly towards the right. women because it's not it's, it's not, it's not done <laughs> you know? it's not it's not proper no you know that might ha- that might be it like even if they can never be alpha holish you yes. know but also to me historical because historical fiction actually was is my first love mm-hmm. you know because i guess you know i love classic literature and i jump from that you know from like jane eyre into historical fiction from there right and then historical romance is by far my favorite um for the longest time and then it was paranormal and i think it's because it feels like a fantasy mm-hmm. it's told like you're you're taken to another time and place and it just feels like you're just on this new beautiful journey so it's definitely like an obvious jumping off point for people who really love the classic the classics like yeah. Bronte and yeah. Austin yeah. um yeah I can totally see that actually definitely I agree and I just um and I think you you hit on something though is the fact that we know what we're getting mm-hmm. you know even if it's um they're in the grittier parts of town or something mm-hmm. like that there's always going to be a hero that's going to be um to a hero's standards yeah you know I, d- I, mean? I definitely like the chivalrous, the chivalrous element and I'm, I like the authors who do incorporate, especially now in historical romance, that the heroine's independence while still having like, I don't know, I just find that historical romance authors can balance that independent Mm -hmm. heroine and um, protective uh, hero very well. Yes. Especially now, like current historical romances that are Mm -hmm. coming now. I feel like they have just like the best balance of that at the moment. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. All right, so let's get into it. Okay, so no surprise. <laughs> who are our first top historical hero? Yeah, our is. number ones are the same. Yeah, the it's same the same. One. And it's, y'all should know it. Y'all yeah. take a take a guess. Yeah, take a guess. Take we'll a guess. give you two seconds. Okay. If you don't guess it, then, then please go listen, listen to, to our, our episode number six, <laughs> titled "Devil in Winter," because it's Saint, Sebastian Saint Vincent. Yes. And I think the oh, reason why God. Sebastian really stands out in my mind so much is because he had such a transformation mm-hmm. that he went from this character that I was like, "Fuck you, I hate you." Yeah. In one, he's book, a villain. He's the villain. He's the yeah. villain of book two. Yes. In the um, Wall, Wallflower Wallflower series, series by Lisa, Lisa Klapis. And in book three, I was like, he's going to be the hero. And like, I was so no skeptical. I was like, I don't, I think I want to skip him. Yeah. I'm glad you didn't. 
<laughs> so whenever you read it, I think he has such transformation and I think it's so genuine. And it's one of those things where his transformation is a show don't tell. It's Definitely. like we we witness him. Yes. We witness him. We see his heart of gold Being exposed. contrary to mm-hmm. what he professes as I'm a horrible rake who yeah. I don't care about anything. I don't, I don't about, have a heart. I don't care about anything. I don't but care about women. I don't care about In the first this. scene, not. we see that that's not true. And yes. I think that that's why Sebastian St. Vincent for me stands out above the rest. And because, I think we lay that out very clearly in the episode. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure during the 50 all we minutes. Did was fangirl about how amazing yeah. he is. There's 50 minutes of us talking about Sebastian St. Vincent. Yes. So you can go listen to episode 6 if you want more of that. <laughs> Okay, how about you go for your next okay, one? Okay, so for my number two, two, it is Gabriel's Sinister. I always want to say Sinister every know, single time. Just, In I, my head, I still I say Sinister. A little bit. Gabriel Sinister is uh in the stephanie lauren series one of our first series you and i Mm -hmm. actually fell in love with together right um, exactly in in the book all about love and actually after going back and finding my rakes i was like i'm rereading this book i'm going to start rereading this book tonight so i had this observation while i was watching um juliet type in our google docs and i was like i for some reason i totally knew that she was gonna pick gabriel sinster and i think it's because (laughs) this was the first stephanie lawrence book that you read period yes this was the one that you were like oh my god go read this one but you know you know me i have to go in order so i didn't listen i didn't listen yeah this was like book what six or seven and i was like let me go to book one i know (laughs) So, so me, I just like, if I one. just stumble in a book, I'm like, ooh, this looks good. And I don't care where I it is in the series. It. I just grab it. Justin's like, I this looks good. It. Let me go back to number one. I read them all, all the way through and stay up all night long. So I think that first impressions, <laughs> especially like your introduction to an author, yes. I think that that definitely holds a special place in your heart. I agree. Um, because I, that, I think that that is definitely. And I think definitely... when you, when you read books and there's like, particular scenes that stand out and you're just like oh my god like I literally I haven't read this book in years and I will start rereading it tonight but I remember okay so just basically guys Lady Althea Morwellen is the heroine and she's in dire need of help and she goes to Gabriel for help they've known each other for years they go in the same social circles but she goes in a veil all right so he doesn't know who she is and he finds her attractive even though he can't really see her face he's just sort of attracted to her and so he's like i'll help you if you basically give me a kiss or whatever and so every time he helps her she's it's kind of a mystery you know mm-hmm. they're going through and investigating and doing this but stuff. i like the fact that it's like she's always had a crush and then she she's kind of feels empowered because because he doesn't know he doesn't know he doesn't have this preconceived notion of oh this is a girl i've always known we've been yes. childhood friends and, and i think I that just is, it was still, that air mystery that really like oh my god it's so good i still remember the moment he figures it out he puts everything together and i won't say exactly what it is that does it but they're at a ball and she knows he knows and she looks at him and she's like oh shit and starts running <laughs> oh from him oh my god this is a claiming scene what yeah. <laughs> well, i would never guess so this would that's be my showdown scene. scene of all about love which we'll do at some point in the future <laughs> i totally agree i really do like all the sinister novels they're definitely yes. one of my favorites i do have some sinsters you sure do so let's hear my, your number two though let's okay so my, my number two is another clapis one and i felt i feel 
God, I got to know myself very well because I really wanted to name all Clapa's characters. And I was just I like, I have an obsession. I, 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 like, sure, I know. I made sure bad. I spread my love, though. Well, I, I went <laughs> back and I spread my love. And I'm like, we can't just have Elisa Clapa's minisode, can we? Yes, we I can. <laughs> but um, no. So the second one is also a Clapa's character. And this is Kev Maripren. And you haven't read this one. This series is The yeah, Hathaways. Yeah, I have not read this one. And The Hathaways is a spinoff of The Wallflowers. Mm-hmm. And the... Kev is not really a rake at all, but it is historical romance, so I'm counting him. <laughs> That's my next um, one. It's not a rake either. Kev is actually a gypsy. He feels very much Ooh, like an outsider. Is he related? He was to, taken uh, in. He was taken in. I can't tell you anything. Go read the oh, damn series, Juliet. Okay, okay, okay. I, I I'm not yeah, a spoiler. I, I'm like a hardcore. Go find that shit out for yourself. <laughs> She's so mean. But I am. Um. So Kev just feels like an outsider. And he gets taken in by the Hathaway family Mm -hmm. and he is in love with Winifred and Winifred is a frail girl because Mm -hmm. there was like a sickness, a fever that came and she, he like nursed her back to health. So she's physically, she's physically like frail. She has like lung problems. And because of this fever, she never came out of this, this, she always had this, she gets tired very easily. So Kev holds himself away from her because he's like, I can't like Mm -hmm. she's breakable and he's such a brute. And so this is very much kind of like almost kind of like a giant. Yes. And I really enjoyed him so much because he's a silent broody type, but you can tell how much he cares for when so much. It is amazing. I love it. I'm like, okay, it's only number the Hathaways are a great family too. Yeah. You will. Now you have to read cam though. I know you love (laughs) cam. Cam. Cam I do love cam. Cam is book one. Cam is from has to be the related to him or something. I ain't telling you, girl. I bet he is. I'm not telling you. Okay, so what's your number three? Okay, so my number three is technically not a rake again, but there's no way in hell that we were going through a historical Mm-mm. romance minisode without I'm me mentioning... I'm glad that you put him because I love him. Yes, mentioning Kerrigan Byrne. So... Uh, Lieutenant Colonel Liam McKenzie from Ooh. the Highlander hot, hot, hot. is hot as hell. Okay, so he's not really a rake, but he's very charming and he's definitely heroic. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just, he's so protective and he has those children he dotes on and mm-hmm. just, I love this story so, 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 so much, especially when he gets his vengeance for Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. Definitely. It's, this is a beautiful one. I don't know if, if you've not... <laughs> I really want to do an episode on this book. I know. But... <laughs> this is actually Jessen's favorite. It's we my favorite character. It's one. my favorite Kerrigan Byrne novel yeah. is The Highlander. And the it's reason I favorite. love it so much is that it's very reminiscent of Jane Eyre. If you're mm-hmm. a fan of Jane Eyre, which I like is actually my favorite classic by Bronte, um, it's it's got some similarities that are really, really cool. I just yeah. love it. It's beautiful. I love it's a beautiful it too. story. And Maybe we'll get an entire episode uh, dedicated to Liam McKenzie. Yeah, he's first Demon of all Highlander. Yeah. Mm-hmm. First of all, his name, Liam McKenzie, just rolls so beautifully off it, the tongue like butterscotch. And I'm just like Liam. Mm, I love Liam ya. McKenzie. Yeah, I just love mm. I just love it. Can we get that so, someone who speaks um with a Scottish accent, please Ooh. come say this. Yes. So my number three is a Stephanie Lawrence character. This is also a future episode somewhere down the line. Um, (laughs) I'm serious. It is on on our 2019 list. It is going to be eventually. It's a five-star one for Mm -hmm. me, too. Love it. So his name is Martin. He's the Earl of Dexter. Mm -hmm. And I love this because it's like... The reason why I love it so much is the heroine actually goes out to go find herself a husband. And she's like 
I don't really like all these balls with all these suitable gentlemen. So I'm going to go in places where I'm not technically allowed to go find somebody more (laughs) exciting because I'm done with this shit. All of our cousins are like badasses. Nobody's comparing to them. So let me go find somebody dangerous. And she gets rescued. She goes to a gambling hell. A gambling hell. And she gets partnered with um, the Earl of Dexter because he kind of takes pity on her. God, it's such a good opening. I love it because she's putting herself in these situations to kind of draw him out like of his lion's den because Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, I love it so much because he has no idea that he's already caught in her web. She's he the thinks, huntress. He thinks that he's in control. Yes. And he's not in control. It's so good. It's she is so in control. Good. Amanda is totally in control of this situation. Yeah. This and one I think is that so this good. is what I like so much, but he is, he's like a possessive mm-hmm. character but he's also like he not enables her but he just lets her he doesn't try to like squash her spirit Mm -hmm. because she's an insanely spirited heroine i mean how many how many um women of the age would just traipse on into a gambling hell to uh no find a suitor oh my god it's great it's fucking great i'm just saying i i love i love martin a lot and we we will talk about him in the future that will be in a podcast yep why can't we just like podcast all day long i don't know this should, this should be our regular jobs. <laughs> Why do we have to have real jobs? Why do we have to have day jobs? Day jobs suck uh, balls. Jobs. Golly. No. <laughs> What's your number four? Okay, so my number four, and this is interesting, y'all. This is actually a book that Justin has not read. I have not read this um, one at all. Sh- Shanna Galen is actually one of my other favorite historical romance Which authors. Which I need to get on that because she has recommended a yes. couple of books by I want to do Galen one. To I've read. given her three to choose from for the podcast mm-hmm. and this is one of them. This is Earls Just Want to Have Fun. Which I, I think really is love that title. title though. Is it, it's and great. this is book one by the way. So you, and you know I love book one. Yes. So <laughs> Maxwell Lord Dane, um, he is our hero and his brother is a private investigator like and up down in like the nitty gritty parts of London, right? Mm. Marlowe is a beautiful pickpocket pocket okay and she's kind of like behind the scenes i love this book already and i haven't read it it's so good and so he basically gets hooked up with her and he's trying to introduce her to the ton there's this big 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 mystery which i won't yeah don't spoil spoil for me but it's just they're definitely in opposites attract and she's just a wild child little wild cat you know and yeah and he's just, he's so funny because he's Mr. Rake. He's definitely, yeah. but stumbling into this world, it's like, oh, this is interesting. Oh, wow. You know, right. <laughs> it's just like, it's so fun. It's a really, really fun read. And I just loved, I fell in love with Shannon Galen from this book. Well, you have me convinced. So, I know what's going to be on my list after okay. I get through my very yeah. angsty book that I'm in the middle of reading. <laughs> So maybe this will be so one good. on the podcast. We'll yes. see. I'm trying to get her to find one of the Shannon Galen's. Yeah, definitely Shannon Galen. I definitely yeah. want to read her. So who is your number four? Okay, so we have book one of The Sinsters <laughs> by Stephanie Lawrence yes. and Devil. This is yes. from Devil's Bride. And Devil, which is their his nickname, because the bar sinister, they all have their nicknames. I know. And so clever. Devil's book, I think the reason why I like it so much is because this is a character who has been a rake in the past, but mm-hmm. as soon as he meets this heroine in like the first, first scenes, yes, he's like, she's the one and he's the one that is completely like she, this is it. It's like mm-hmm. insta love. Yeah. And I think is. I liked it because he wasn't the one pushing her away. It was more her trying to get out of it. Like, Oh no, you, oh, I'm no, yeah. we, we can't get married. I have plans. I have things to do. <laughs> I have plans. I want to go see Egypt. Yeah. <laughs> she's a little feisty. She, too. She, she's so feisty. And I think I really enjoyed the banter between like heroes and heroines who are mm. pretty much on the same level. Like, yeah, 
Yeah. They're on the same playing field. They might they may have different strengths. I remember us discussing Devil's Bride. This Devil's one was Bride a, was um, such a fun read. Yeah, I this think was in the, the family is so yeah, great though. This was a uh this series, you guys, was in the beginning toward the beginning of mine and Jessen's like romance journey. Like yeah. it was one of our first historical romance series where like buddy reading and talking this about this is right the at the time. beginning of whenever juliet and i couldn't help we, we just fell in love with discussing romance yes. novels and we're like what else can we discuss? i know let's okay what are we gonna do books. okay let's do some so more so <laughs> this was definitely she found this series i went back to the first one i was like oh you have yeah. to start at the beginning now and i just find there's something so special about devil because i really do enjoy a guy mm-hmm. who's doing the chasing and convincing instead of the girl who's in love with the yeah we the, like it when those rake. roles are switched i like it I, I like a good mix of it i like yes. it to be equal mm-hmm. you know i don't want it to always be the guy who's, who's the hoe who's and doesn't want to settle down commitment who's a commitment phobe exactly yada, yada. yeah we yep. got that he was like she's the one boom <laughs> mine <laughs> okay, claiming so, scene <laughs> <laughs> so what is your number five um, our okay. final full-on discussion yeah, my of the heroes fi- my final uh main guy is valentine napier that in the duke of sin by elizabeth hoyt mm. if you've not read the maiden lane series guys this was the first um historical romance series i read where it was is like seriously gritty no but the pirate that's mickey oh mickey okay. he he was the second i couldn't decide between valentine and him but is i picked valentine one? is he no. the first one valentine's not the first one no actually it's he's, it's in my honorable mentions is one of my who is this one the, why do i don't remember him valentine is one of the last books oh i might actually. not have gotten to him you may no. not have gotten that far i didn't, get, I didn't get to him so valentine is known as being not only a rake but just a fucking bastard he has the worst <laughs> reputation like people hate him hate oh him God. okay he's like a total dick he's absolutely alpha stunningly or... beautiful oh he god i hate him beautiful no, golden god okay i think he even has an, a portrait of himself over his no. bed or something yes you've got to read it justin <laughs> no. if you've not read it it's so good so bridget please is... tell me she puts him in his place oh by far okay and the fact that what we learn is that valentine has he is a broken 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 hero he's got us well seriously i mean he must have past. some fault <laughs> oh my god no he's got a really really heartbreaking past that he's just walled up a shell around himself and just like hates the world for everything but bridget is undercover as like um a maidservant in his house and like he's like I love snooping. a good oh, undercover yeah. she's like in, snooping like, through his bedroom and he catches her it's like fun. so good there's so many good scenes and um he you know valentine is definitely the wounded hero who feels like he doesn't deserve love yeah that kind of guy and so it is that sort of trope and she turns him around but it's it's really beautiful because <sighs> I love my wounded heroes. You and do. This is, you do. Um, I would definitely say that this that's was a accurate. unique one that is like you really are like, oh my god, this dude's a total dick, right? And then you realize, okay, maybe he's not. Oh, you we know? like his mushy center yes, that he has inside. He definitely does. And and when he oh, oh when he falls, he falls. Falls that's hard. Good. Cool. Well, I'm yeah. excited. I will definitely continue this series. Yeah. Okay. So my final, five. my final book boyfriend for my top five because i have a lot of them guys i'm a book boyfriend whore we've established this but my final one um like in the top five category is benedict bridgerton which from julia quinn's bridgerton series and i feel like okay we did a podcast on anthony bridgerton i love Uh him a lot like i absolutely adore anthony 
And a lot of people love Colin. But Benedict, I love this story. First of all, the book is called An Offer from a Gentleman, and it is a Cinderella retelling. Mm-hmm. And I really like I really like my little fairy tale retellings. And he meets this girl and he falls in love in a yeah. masquerade ball and yeah. then cannot find her for like a whole entire year. Yes, and I do remember this one. I think I like Benedict because he is such an all around good person Mm -hmm. because whenever they meet, he doesn't recognize her Mm -hmm. and he's still helping her. Like he's just, he's just a good good, fucking guy. guy. You know, I like a good guy. He's a nice guy. He's a painter. Like he's very, I just, I just enjoyed it. That's right. He is a very sensitive soul. So he's different from a lot of the other heroes that Mm -hmm. I have on my list. (laughs) Very Um, different from Valentine. Very different. Um, (laughs) So I think I just enjoyed him because he really fought his attraction mm-hmm. for this new girl that he rescued because he was so hung up on this masked The beauty. masked woman he met, yes. and it's the same one. I remember yes. this one. This one it, was so good. I just loved it's a it great so story. much. I just loved it so much. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. We have a great scene with Violet Bridgerton. You know how I love Violet oh, Bridgerton, gosh, the mother, yes. the matriarch. She is hella amazing i want her to be my mom grandmother figure whatever i love her <laughs> but anyway so i just thought that benedict really deserves some love and so okay, i put so him on my every top time five we, and uh, that's an awesome one and every time we discuss the bridgertons i get all excited about the netflix series and i'm oh like who's God, gonna be benedict too. who is gonna be benedict God, who are they gonna I'm get just, to be violet but i love them so you much know? you know how i get scared for my adaptations because like i love them so much and i build them up so much in my mind that I'm really scared <laughs> to see them because I'm just like, but that's not my brother dead. Is that mine? Is that <laughs> not mine. <laughs> okay, anyway. so honorable mentions. Okay, honorable mentions. We're Justin gonna go fast. It, allowed us to do a couple. Because we have to have some backups, you yeah. know? And so we're not gonna go into great detail, but we will say quickly okay. why we included them in our honorable mentions. Okay. You think so, first. Um, Lazarus Huntington, who is Lord Care from Elizabeth Hoyt's Maiden Lane series, Wicked Intentions. This is book number one, one we were talking about. Is uh, he another wounded hero? Um, a little bit, but not as much. Not like Valentine, for damn sure. But this was my introduction to the series. This is where I fell in love with the series. So that might be why he sticks to me. Mm-hmm. But he was described as a very unique way. And he also has a bit of a, uh, BDSM. Oh yeah, that's true. And so, and so there were very unique scenes that I was not, I mean, that makes them stick out in your mind. Yeah. They weren't erotic or anything, but it was just like, this is a very unique historical fiction story. And I just loved him. He was a really cool guy. So good addition. (laughs) My first honorable mention is Brodick McJames, um, by Mary Wine. And this is the, this is from the first book, second book in the series of in bed with the enemy. So in, in bed with the enemy, Brodick, Mick James is a Scottish Lord and he has been promised this English bride. This is right whenever King James was made a uh, monarch of Britain and mm-hmm. also Scotland. And so they're trying to marry all the English people to the Scottish people to form alliances. Well, he gets sent and he unknowingly not his intended bride, but an, the um, half sister uh-huh. The half sister instead. And <laughs> I just love him so much because you're expecting this like brute of a beast and he's so just like sophisticated mm-hmm. and so caring. And I just really enjoyed this book a lot. Oh, and I, you know I how I love one. my Scottish, you know, how I love oh, my Scottish guys. Yes, you know, yes. I, I have a real, I real place in my heart for my Scottish people. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I know. Same. 
Okay, so my second honorable mention is Anthony Bridgerton from The Viscount Who Loved Me by Julia Quinn, which we just did a podcast episode on. And I don't know if it's just because we just reread it. I reread it for the podcast or if it's just that. I mean, I just, I had forgotten I don't think you can go wrong with a Bridgerton. Anthony was. He is beautiful. He's just amazing, y'all. He I is. just, oh, God. It, he's I so vulnerable, but you wouldn't he's think it whenever you first meet it. Right. Him. But he's also like, he is a gentleman through and through. Mm-hmm. He's very upfront and honest. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I love that. I love when we don't have a deceitful hero. I love it when they're oh, just yeah. like, straight up, this is how things are. And, you know, and, and, okay. and I just love that. You know, I love it too. and of course he's just beautiful. So. Okay, I have another Julia Quinn character, and this is actually from her uh, Smith Smith series or Spice yes. My series, however my, you say it. This is my number three too. So, um, we'll- oh my god, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Marcus Holroyd from Just Like Heaven. Yes. This is actually this whole book is a friends to lovers trope, and also kind of like and a it's brother's so best friend. Funny. It is hilarious. Hilarious. The shit that the shit that <laughs> she gets him into. <laughs> There's just so Honoria. many good scenes. She Honoria just, is hilarious, oh, and he's just favorites. trying to look out for his yeah. best friend's little sister that is just yes. up to all kind of antics. And yes. oh my god, this is one of my um, absolute favorite Julia Quinn books. It's like the love just snuck up on them, and it's beautiful. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my god, y'all Yo, make the cutest so couple. And I don't even know. Yeah, they're so snarky and stuff. I'm like, oh my god, this is gonna be brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> So I just enjoyed Amazing. Marcus a lot, a yeah, lot, a lot. He's, he's not a complicated hero. He's mm-hmm. not an alpha hole. He's very he's, nice guy. He's a nice guy and he's fun and funny. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's the charming one. Yeah, and he's so very charming. I, I just, I love I, those guys I enjoy too. them. Me too. Okay, well, since that's your third one, this is my last one. So another Lisa Kleypas hero. <laughs> I'm sorry. Ignore that. Um, is Reese Winterborn from Marrying Winterborn, which is the second in the Ravnel series, which is also mm. a spinoff which I have from the Hathaways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and the, the Wallflower. I've Ju- met Reese Winterborn, though. He's have in the he? Wallflower series. Isn't he mentioned? No. Oh, wait. No, because it's like younger generation. But he does eventually know, do business, name, though. so familiar. He does do business. Maybe he does do business with... Um, Hunt feels super, the first super one familiar. in the Wallflower maybe series. So. Maybe I have to reread it. Okay. Um, I the connections are vast in the Lisa yeah, Claypis world. So Reese Winterborn, he is Welsh, and so he gets he gets shit for being Welsh, oh. and um, he's a self made man, and he owns a department store. Which there's a series on Netflix. I totally forgot what it's called, but there is a series like um, a period piece about a department store owner and i it, oh, this reminded Mr. me of it oh gosh kevin and i watched it i don't know I'm, I'm gonna go look it up maybe so i just really liked reese winterborn because he's kind of gruff and rough around the edges and uh-huh. his pairing like i just the heroine oh he what? just deserves something he just deserves something so great and he just wants it's like almost he goes into marriage wanting the social status of being married to like a blue blood, but you can tell from the very get go whenever they're matched that it's way more than he's expecting. Like he, they're mm-hmm. definitely he definitely. I don't want to say like I don't I don't want to be harsh towards her because she's not like a dainty heroine. She mm-hmm. is, but she has such strength. Like he allows her to find this strength in her, oh. and she turns out to be the most badass person that takes no shit from anybody. Nice. And I don't I, I I don't attribute it to Reese, but 
definitely being with Reese allowed her it to just blossom. encouraged her. Yes. Yeah. But see, those are the kind of heroes I like when not that they make the woman, but that they encourage them to be who they're meant mm-hmm. to be. You know? Okay. Like you've been, what is it? Oh, I was gonna say, it's Mr. Selfridge. The department oh, yes, store. that is it. Mr. Selfridge. Mr. Selfridge. Okay, so yeah, Reese Winterborn always makes me think of the series uh, Mr. Selfridge on Netflix because it's a department store. I want to go and read it now. So, <laughs> that's what I think of. I <laughs> well, you should read all Lisa Claypiss books because she's my favorite. I'm sorry. I know she is, but now yeah. I want to go reread All About Love by Stephanie Lawrence. So. Well, yeah. Good luck with that. <laughs> Between your writing and the podcast. And I also need to write this weekend. Oh my God. It's almost summer though. It's almost summer. So we'll have, you'll have a lot more time to actually put in your rereads along with the podcast, along with your writing. Yep. Yay. Yep. yep. Yep, Oh my God. That's from land before time. Just saying, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Okay guys. Um, we will see you next week. We're actually going to be going back to our regularly scheduled episodes after this Mm -hmm. and we'll be doing when August ends. Oh, when August ends. Yeah. When August ends too. Yep. So we'll be back and then mini shows will commence on Fridays once again after this one. So guys, thank you so much for listening. This goes out to all the fangirls. Life's better with the AGA. Bye guys. Bye.